0: Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Come on, anybody love Jesus this morning? Amen. Amen. It's so good to have you this morning. Turn around and tell about two or three people. Say, Merry Christmas Eve. Would you do that to them? As you greet in this house, I want to greet all those at home. Merry Christmas Eve. So glad to have you, our online family community, with us this morning. Please comment. Let us know where you're at today, so we'll know where you're worshiping from. Love to hear from you. But it is so good to see you, man. You guys look good. 11 a.m. You guys look good today, man. You look amazing. But I am so excited to have you. If this is your first time with us, uh, you may already realize it. We're a loving, praying, praising, worshiping church who loves the Word of God. And so again, we're excited to have you. But if it's your first time, we just want to tell you how glad we are you're here, faith the New Church, let our first-time guests know you love them. Absolutely, man. There's a place for you, and uh, we would love to have you be a part of what God is doing here. Amen. And again, good to have those online folks with us. And we have some special guests in the room with us. We have our faith kids in the room this morning, all of our faith kids. You guys have done so well. Thank you so much. Parents, if you do need uh, to take one of your little ones out, we have the the stream, the service is streaming in our nursery and toddler's rooms. And so again, those rooms are available. Uh, Wives, if your husband gets out of line, just, uh, yeah, you, you need to take them out, the stream is uh, happening right there. No, don't know that. But just, I guess it's a good day to be in God's house, man, as we celebrate the presence of the Lord today. And uh, we do this here every time we gather. We open up God's Word together. So uh, if you brought your Bible, go with me to Luke chapter (laughs) 2. Yeah, Luke chapter 2. And uh, this is the, um, what many refer to, and and for rightly so, uh, the Christmas story. Uh, this is uh, and has been um, growing up in my home. Uh, this was a tra- just a family tradition uh, after everything was said and done. Sitting down, opening up Luke chapter 2, reading the story together. A little lengthy, verses 1 through 20, but um, such a beautiful, beautiful story. And it's why we're here today, amen? It's why we're here. And so uh, I want to read this, and you can follow along. If you didn't bring a Bible, we use the YouVersion Bible app here also, and you can click on that app and uh, click more events, and you'll see that. Words are also will be on the screen for you as well. But it says in verse 1, And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. And this is why I love it. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Verse 8 says Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was, which was told them concerning this Christ, this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Ooh, can we pray together and just ask the Lord to bless this time in his word this morning. Father, thank you today for your word. And Lord, today, may we just open our hearts to it, trust it, turn to you, pursue you, Lord, today. And with all that we have, God, praise the one who's worthy. And so, God, we just thank you for every person here, those who are gathered and watching today on our live stream today. Pray your blessings upon each and every one. In Jesus' name, would you say it with me? Amen. 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 Turn around again. Tell somebody you didn't say it to earlier. Say Merry Christmas. Would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh man, Merry Christmas. It is such a special time, and we have been celebrating this season here at Faith Renew with a series called For Unto Us. And um, we have, have spent, this is our fourth and final message in this series. All those messages are available online, but we have been looking in this series at uh, the things that Christ brought to us And again, in the person of Jesus, we see, again, these are things that God has available for us. Week one, we looked at hope. And I tell you, man, hope has been filling this room. Hopeless situations have been turning around. God has been at work in so many ways. So many testimonies are coming out of week one. Praise the Lord. And because of that, week two, we had joy. And so we are celebrating the joy of the Lord this morning. Again, that he is with us. And last week, we looked at the peace And I love this, the peace of God. The Bible says that he can give us a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace that doesn't even make sense. I I was able to share that passage just this this weekend with someone, again, and they are experiencing the peace of God in their life right now, even through difficult times. How many know that's what God will do? He'll give you peace that doesn't even make sense sometimes. But today, fourth and final week, we're looking at the presence uh, Christ brings. Amen. This is Christmas season. Who has found that perfect gift for the people in your life? I hope you have found it and done so well and, and they're pleased with your gift. But our greatest gift, the greatest present we can have, and it's the presence of presence of Christ. And it's why, again, we're here this morning. It's why we're celebrating. And, and this is what the definition, if you don't know, the definition of a gift is this, is something given voluntarily without pay in return. That's a gift, Mike. It is, a, it is something given voluntarily without payment in return. Now, do we give Christmas gifts like that always? Um, do not raise your hand if I'm talking to you right now, but you know it. You're you going to give a special gift to someone in your life, and you're expecting some payment in return. Amen. You expect a uh, gift back. It's just how we're geared sometimes. It's just what happens. But Christ is, is, is different. He did this. He came and brought to us the greatest gift, and there's nothing we can repay him with. Amen. We simply receive the gift. And and this is the beauty of Christmas, and again it's why again we do it. It's Christmas time, it's Christ's birthday, but we get gifts. Why? It's because we have been given the greatest gift available to mankind, and it is the presence of of Jesus. And again, what a beautiful, again, gift today we've been given. Now, I want to do this, and I'm going to do it in in just a short amount of time, but I want to take the Christmas story this morning, and I don't want to just read through it like, again, it's a tradition in our home. I I don't want to just read those words, and then we just kind of like go back to just life as normal, how many knows that would be the biggest, worst thing that could happen this Christmas? Amen. Is that we celebrate the birth of Jesus and then go back to life as normal. It can happen. It can happen around, around Easter. We can celebrate the resurrection, that Jesus is alive. How many knows and are thankful that you serve a living God? Amen. Who is excited right now that the God we just prayed to heard your prayer? Amen. Because he's living today. That's such a good time. But we let that here shape every day of our life. I, I want to see that with Christmas. Christmas, that we have the presence of God we've been given a gift in the presence today and I want to talk a little bit just a, a few things that God's put on my heart this morning about the presence of God and it's how we can have it and experience and what we are supposed to do because of that and the first one is this we receive the presence of God we receive that by trust now, that's a big word because, like, if someone has ever betrayed your trust, it's, it's hard sometimes, and it maybe takes time. And we've, we've talked about it. We've looked at the, the subject of forgiveness around here, and we can forgive immediately, but trust can, can, can be rebuilt. And, but this is the beauty of Christ. We can trust him. And he will never today, he'll never betray your trust in him. Amen. We serve a God we can trust. Now, this is what I'm speaking of today. When I'm talking about trust, I want us this year, again, not to just read the story go back to life, but I want us to trust his word. I want us to trust the Word of God, and that's one of the things, the beauty of the story of Christmas, I don't know if you picked up on it, but we see in the Christmas story the the people who make up that story actually doing this. They simply trust God at His Word. That's huge. That's a big deal. We see this in the shepherds' life. We see that the shepherds do this. We read it, but we see in Luke there, we see where the shepherds just got a word from the Lord, and they trusted the Word of God and moved with that, and they moved in that. If you went to the previous chapter, Luke 1, you would find in verse 38 that Mary did the same thing. Now, Mary, again, being told the news that the Savior of the world, you're about to give birth to that child, and, and it has to be just emotionally, mentally, in every area, just wrecking you. But they receive that word as she hears this. And this is her response. This is Mary's response. And I want this to be our response to God's word. Luke chapter 1, verse 38. It says, Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel of the Lord departed from her. What if we say that this year? What if we say that in Christmas and moving into 2024? God, let it be according to your word. Amen. What you say, let it be in my life. What you declare, I'm going to receive that from me. I'm going to step into the promises. Let it be according to your word. But he wasn't the only one. Not just the shepherds. Not just Mary. Mary. But Joseph, who I think man doesn't get enough credit in this story, he does this as well. And, and it's in Matthew chapter one. look with me if you would, to, to verses 22 through 25 that says, "So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet saying. We talked about this in this series. He, Jesus is a prophetic picture. He is the answer to those prophecies. And it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from his sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife, did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Come on, amen. He trusted what was spoken to him. He trusted what was declared to him. And this is the truth. Life can be very difficult. These seasons can be very hard sometimes. But you know what we can do in the middle of it? Trust the word of God. Amen. We can trust him at his word. Now, I, I want you to, when I say this, so many times they see the word of God, they see the Bible, it's like maybe it's a history lesson or a history book. I want you to understand, when I say we're going to trust his word, I want you to know who I'm talking about. In John chapter 1, verse 1, we see this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And what was it? The word was God. So I'm not just talking about pages in a book. I'm I'm talking about someone, and this is what it says in verse 14, and we're celebrating it. In verse 14, it says, And the Word became flesh. The Word became flesh. Jesus took on flesh, dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. He's so glorious. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. I love that this church. So many of you are taking the Word of God so seriously. We, I issued a challenge back in 2022 or the end of 21 to read the Bible through in 2022. So many of you did that, and you're like, "Man, I want to take God's Word serious." Many of you said. I can do this. I'm going to do it again. We're reading it through again this year. And I challenge you, man, one of our kind of mindsets for going into 2024 is that there's more in 24. Amen. There is going to be more available to us. And that's going to happen with this, when we trust his word this morning. So, man, listen, I want you to tell you never say, man, let's trust his word. Let's trust his word. Secondly, this morning, we see something here. It's not just trust that we must do. This is what I want to do to see the presence of God. And it's how we will encounter him. It's a word called pursuit. It's a word called pursuit. And today, we're talking about pursuing his presence. We're talking about pursuing the presence of the Lord this morning. So again, in verse 15 and verse 16 of Luke 2, it says this. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven. This is awesome. That the shepherds said to one another... This is cool. Let us now go. Like, let's. Go, man. Let's go. Now, I'm thankful, man. I have been so blessed this year. God has put people in my life like the shepherds who I I get texts, I get encouragement, prayer spoken to me over me. And and, and in the text, I don't even know if they even realize this, man. That is a pursuit of God when we declare and make this statement. Like the shepherds, they are like, man, we hear the word, we're going to trust the word. Now, Let's go, amen. I got one this morning. Let's do this, man. Let's trust him. Let's go get what God has. I want us to be people of pursuit because here's what can happen. We can end up pursuing the wrong things. It's so it's so easy for this to take place. And especially around Christmas time, we're looking for something. We're we're pursuing something or someone, but I, I love the quote by Corky Calhoun. They said this. They said, the pitfall of Christmas might be that you got everything you wanted and still missed what you needed more than anything. The pitfall of Christmas might be that you got everything that you wanted and still missed what you needed more than anything. I'm talking about pursuit, we started this year in pursuit, we've encountered his presence. We started this year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. We're going to start 2024 with 21 days of prayer and fasting. Why? Because we're in pursuit of the presence of God. Amen. We want to encounter his presence in a more real way. And so we're going to go after him. And again, I invite you to be a part of that pursuit, going after him with us, man. And his presence, he's the prize. If you want to like, what are we going at? What do we hope to attain him? We want to see more of his presence in our life because, man, it's it's our vision statement around here is to make Jesus known. And when you get to know him, everything changes. Amen. So again, we're going to be pursuing the presence of the Lord. And so again, we're going to trust him. We're going to pursue him. And that should shift and do something in our life because thirdly, it will cause this to happen in our life. It will cause us to live a life of praise. Amen. Some of you are wondering like, man, why were these people going this is crazy and praising like they were praising earlier? Why were they doing all that? Because they've encountered the presence of God hey, amen it will do something in your life now before I dive into this I'm want to just kind of turn off for one moment and I'm going to give the note takers in the room this is not in your notes it's not in new version it's not going to be on the screen but for the, we got some hardcore folks like take the word like they go in they take notes I'm giving you a bonus Point this morning before we look at the presence of God, and before we, we 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 dig too deep in this thing. Another thing that will release the presence of, of God in your life is this: is proclamation. Yeah. Wow. Oh, what are you What are you talking about? What you talking, this? Is this Merry Christmas to the note-takers. I mean, she's like some of you are like happy right now, man. You, do you? Some of you are like. I don't get it. Okay, you know not you, you you? won't. But these guys, I mean, they take this serious. And it's proclamation. And this is what I'm talking about. They encountered the presence of God. The shepherds encountered the Lord. They, they bowed before the Savior of the world. And we see something. It was in verse 17. If you caught it, it says this. Now, when they had seen him, once you see him, everything changes. Now, when they had seen him. They had made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. Shepherds who were used to talking to sheep were being a part of proclaiming and declaring the word of the Lord to the entire world. They were a part of this. Now, again, what will it do for each of us today? I hope we proclaim and declare the name if we encounter the presence of God. Once we see him, everything should shift in our life. But I want us to live this also, and it's point four again. It is to live a life of praise to the Lord. Because this is so cool, man. I love this passage, and I love, again, the entire book of Luke. Hope you're seeing it different even this morning. When we see the word today, again, in Luke chapter 2, it says something in verse 20. It says this. It says, then the shepherds returned. Did you get it? Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and, would you say that word with me? praising God. They returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Now, did you get it? They returned, but they were different. I want you to grab this. They returned, but they were different. What, what, what do you mean? This is going to be our our, our, again, our, decision, our choice, come Tuesday morning. Come Tuesday morning, Christmas will be over with. Um, uh, around our house, Monday, Christmas is over with. Amen. After all the celebration, we've been known to, on Christmas Day, for the decorations to come down on Christmas Day. You're like, man, by humbug. No, we, we put them up in September. Okay, so uh, it's time. Praise the Lord. Amen. But... But what can happen is this: Christmas can be over with, and we can go back to return to life as normal. That would be our biggest mistake this Christmas season. They live different, and I want to read this verse to you one more time in Luke chapter two verse 20. Then the shepherds returned. <laughs> you mean they, they yeah it, they it were changed. But they still had a life to live. They still had Tuesday. All right, they still had to get up and go to work. They, they returned, but this is how they returned. Glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them. I want us to stand to our feet, and if we can, just take a moment. And just for a moment, just to just close our eyes, bow our heads for a moment, and. This is just you and God, time. This is what this is around here for us. This is just our turn, our opportunity to respond to God in His Word today. What He has spoken in this room today, <clears throat> and I want to I want to just de- de- declare this to you. Like it says that they re- they they returned, glorifying and praising. That word praise there, man. It's a neat word in the Greek. It means that they're they're extolling. Like I mean, they're like fully praising, giving everything over to God. And it also means that they were singing. Like, I, I could almost just like seeing that hillside shift because they had encountered the presence of the Lord. They left one way, but they returned completely different. That's what he will do in your life this morning when he comes in. He is such a good Father, and He is such a good God. And and as we bow our heads and close our eyes, there are, again, so many things, again, that Christ come to bring. And it was hope. It was joy. It was peace. It's His presence. And the greatest thing that He came to bring for each of us, me and you, was our salvation. This was our salvation. In Luke 2.11, again, it says this, For there is born to you, it's for unto you, For unto us, for there is born to you in this day the city of David. Who? Who? Who was born? A Savior who is Christ the Lord. Jesus is his name. Oh, man, his heads are about, eyes are closed. Right where you're standing. Our altars are always open here. You can come right now if you prefer, if you like, come. There'll be people pray with you. You won't be alone. Right now, watching at home, begin to click on the next steps link. Do that. But I, if you want to come back, I want, I want you to do this right here. I want, I want you to that word to become alive in you. For this series to become real in your heart, it was for unto you Christ did this. And again, he came to bring salvation. So heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If you need the salvation of the Lord this morning, he's here. Don't put him aside. Don't miss this. Don't go back to life as normal. Receive the greatest gift, the presence of God in your life this morning. And I'm not going to ask you to come down again. You can. Come. You're welcome. But I want you to do this. I want you to right where you stand today. If you need salvation this morning, if you need the, to give your life to the Lord, maybe you need to return to him. Maybe you need to come back to the Lord today. Right where you're standing. If you would do this, I want to know again, would you would you say, Pastor, you're talking to me, just lift up your hand real high to heaven. If there's a hand right now, I'm going to pray with you right where you're standing. I'm going to, I'm going to introduce you. God bless you. I see that hand. Who else? Raise that up high. Yes, God bless you. Who else? Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah, God bless you. Right now where you're standing, just do this. He said, whoever calls on him is saved. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord, you're saved this morning. So I want to call on him. I want to pray with you right where you're standing. Just would you, you can repeat it. Don't have to be word for word, but it's you crying out and calling on him and him answering your prayer. Just say, God, I need you. I recognize today that I need a savior and his name is Jesus. He came for me. He came from me. I believe he died on a cross. I believe he he resurrected from the grave. I believe he ascended to heaven. I believe he's coming again. And I receive him now as my Savior, as my Lord in Jesus' name. Can we give God a praise offering right now? Because praise is happening in heaven. It's happening in heaven. This is what I want to do. If you don't know, we kind of have a tradition around Faith or New Church, and we do it this way we end our our Christmas services together. We come together, and we make a proclamation and a praise to the Lord today because of his goodness, because he came. And so I want to invite every person, first-time guest, part of this family. You're not going to be down here by yourself, but I want to invite you. We're going to close this service. If you're able to make it, I want to invite you to come. And it's just a time where we gather, and we're going to sing some Christmas songs to the Lord. Declare today His name over this place. The joy of the Lord is going to flood your soul. And so today, let's just worship the Lord together as a family. And if you're new here again, be a part of our family today. Join us today and let's worship the Lord together and let's praise the King and honor His presence. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.